Welcome to the Elevator World News Podcast. Today's news podcast is sponsored by elevatorbooks.com. From educational programs and books to unique gift ideas and more, the only website you need is elevatorbooks.com. This site offers books and materials on maintenance, safety, history, legal issues, technology, and more. Start browsing today at elevatorbooks.com. This is your daily industry news update for December 30th, 2020. In today's news, Hitachi China marks its 25th anniversary. Toshiba Middle East staff took part in a session designed to help them achieve excellence. The elevator industry mourns the loss of Jim Walker. Lyft Institute is advising on post-Brexit matters. A new GMV North America website will facilitate creation of 100% non-proprietary elevator systems. A grant will pay to replace elevators in a Providence, Rhode Island health facility. And an Aloft Hotel in New York City is making progress. A number of trade associations and government representatives gathered in Guangzhou on December 25th to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Hitachi Elevator China, Yahoo Finance reported. Guests noted that Hitachi Elevator's growth has brought economic benefits, promoted China's technological development in areas such as elevators and touch panels, and helped upgrade Guangzhou's industrial structure. During the ceremony, Hitachi Elevator was observed to have made strides in industrial layout, operation technology, and IT to fuel the company's growth. It created a network of five elevator factories and two parts factories in the cities of Guangzhou, Shanghai, Tianjin, and Chengdu, achieved 100% IoT production, and implemented product lifestyle management. The company was also praised for building one of the world's tallest test towers, the H1 Tower, which stands 273.8 meters above ground with another 15 meters below. Hitachi Elevator China President Jia Hui said that moving forward, the company will increase its focus on IoT and AI in the after-sales market and will work with partners to promote smart buildings with the goal of making urbanization more sustainable. Toshiba Elevator Middle East, or Tell Me, presented a neuro-linguistic programming session for its staff on December 6th at the Dubai Chamber of Commerce, a part of Tell Me's corporate social responsibility efforts. The programming, known as NLP, was led by practitioner Chitra Pillai, whose two-and-a-half-hour session included an overview of how NLP is useful for self-understanding and connecting and managing one's emotions. Tell Me team members engaged in experiential activities, such as connecting with their inner children, to promote healing. Participants received materials and certificates after the session. Pillai explained, quote, NLP is the link between the neuro, how we think, linguistic, how we communicate, and programming, behavior patterns, and emotions. 
It is a communication model that leads to a methodology of modeling top performers to achieve excellence. Edward James, Jim Walker of Teaneck, New Jersey, who worked for NEI, the National Elevator Industry, Inc., from 1976 to 2002, first as Labor Relations Manager and then as Executive Director, passed away in March after a brief battle with cancer. After his NEI career, Walker became a consultant for the labor division of Downs Ratchland Martin PLLC of Burlington, Vermont, until his retirement in 2016. Walker was known as a great cook who loved a good book and fine wine. He was a New York Giants fan and enjoyed sailing, going to car shows, and doing odd jobs around the house. He performed volunteer work with CHORE, a Hackensack, New Jersey-based organization that handles small home repairs for senior citizens. Walker's survivors include his wife, Miriam, six children, Matthew, Katie, Edward, Abby, Justin, and Noel, and five grandchildren. Services were held in Teaneck in March. Donations in Walker's name may be made to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital by following the link in the news item at elevatorworld.com slash news. With changes brought forth by Brexit set to become a reality, manufacturers of elevators and safety components have been raising questions about what this means for their products. Notified Body Lift Institute is offering specific guidance for the process and is advising EU manufacturers that, although their products will need to carry a UK conformity assessed marking instead of the current CE marking, as of January 1st, 2021, A year-long transition period until December 31, 2021 will allow CE markings to remain in use. However, EU certificates issued by the UK will not be valid, so they will have to be reissued within the EU to remain valid during 2021. After that, products used in the UK must carry the UK marking. Lift Institute based in Amsterdam, is working to receive approval to offer EU and UK certificates for the same product and notes that the difference between an EU certificate and a UK marking is negligible. For more information, follow the link in the news item at elevatorworld.com slash news. Air Ontario-based GMV North America announced its new website on December 28th. The company says the website will help local elevator companies, builders, and architects design and quote elevator packages more precisely, economically, and efficiently. Customers may use the Advantage Partner Portal to create 100% complete, non-proprietary elevator packages. Website features include a simple user interface, all relevant company, product, and service information, design resources, and safe and efficient contact forms. 
A $270,000 grant from the Champlin Foundation will pave the way for full modernization of a pair of elevators at the Hope Health Hulatar Hospice Center in Providence, Rhode Island, WUN reports. Serving all four floors of the facility, the units date to when it was built in 1976. Hope Health modernized elevator interiors, repaired cables and doors, and installed new smoke alarms in 2008, but original mechanical electrical systems and components, which have become obsolete, remain. Hope Health Hospice and Palliative Care has contracted with ThyssenKrupp Elevator to perform the work, which includes retaining structural steel components and bringing the units up to current code. Work is expected to start in early 2021 and take approximately three months. Construction is making progress on a 28-story Aloft Hotel rising at 50 Trinity Place in New York City's Financial District. New York Yimby reported on December 29th. Construction crews have been working on the 8th floor with the project now surpassing an adjacent building. The concrete superstructure has begun to hint at previous renderings by Peter Poon architects, such as slanted corner columns that will frame the hotel's main entrance. Amenities for the 173-room, 77,310-square-foot tower will include a ground-floor restaurant and a second-floor fitness center reserved for guests. The rendering showed the building clad in light and dark metal panels and a double-height assembly on all floors above a multi-story podium. But the source said it is not clear if they will be in the final design. A loft under development by FIT Investment Corporation was previously scheduled for completion this month, but work is now expected to wrap up in late 2021 or early 2022. As previously reported, 777 Greenwich Street, a residential tower designed by FX Collaborative, is rising on the same plot of land as the Aloft Hotel. For more industry-related information, visit elevatorworld.com and be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the Elevator World News Podcast, just let us know by emailing advertising at elevatorworld.com.